Coming up on episode 52 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are discussing our favorite Bob Proctor quotes. The guy lived a long life, did a lot of amazing things, helped a lot of people, and had some great stories and anecdotes, and we both list our top five favorite ones. Around the 12-minute mark, you'll get Rusty's week four update on his weight loss journey. Life traps is another thing we discuss. The importance of cleaning out your closet. And then, how does alcohol affect your dreams? Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to Unscrewed Mind, episode number 52. And we just wanted to take a few minutes today and talk about Bob Proctor and our top uh, things that we took from Bob and the things that we've learned from him and mm-hmm. to share with that with you guys. And these are the things that have made the biggest impact on my life from Bob. Um, so I'll just start off by, uh, these are, these are quotes also, mm-hmm. um, but it's just things that he repeats over and over again during his, um, uh, speeches and things. And it's because the repetition of the information is so important. Um, but thoughts become things. If you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. Um, that one is hits home for everybody. And if you look at your life, you will see that those things do come to, to you if you think about them. Um, and then my favorite thing that Bob would do, and I would laugh about it, is he would say, stop it. And so whenever you would, you would have something that you were thinking negative, or if you were doing something negative or you weren't taking action, he would scream, you know, he'd scream, stop it. And I always thought that that was funny. Um, and then of course, like my mug says, see it, believe it, do it. Mm -hmm. Um, that's going to be his little drawing. I forgot who he said that drew it, but it's uh, it's definitely a powerful little man. If you yeah. if you can just do if you can just follow those simple little steps that are you could talk about those three steps all day long. Um, and then another favorite is if you know what to do to reach your goal, it's not a big enough goal. Right. And so I'm always adding on to my goal or changing it because I already know that the goal that I've set is already coming. So I might as well move on to the next one, you know, and Mm -hmm. as they come through. So I always am changing my goal, making it bigger, adding things to it, seeing the things that I want. Um, And then the last one for me is what are you attracting into your life right now? Look at your results for the answer. And if you hear that and you get a a pit, if you have a bad feeling in your stomach or sick to your stomach, when you hear that, um, it's true, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you you definitely need to uh, look within if you're looking for a reason why your results are not where you want them to be or the things that you want in your life aren't coming to you the way that you think they should or at the speed that you think they should. Um, so those are, those are my top five, uh, from Bob and I mentioned before he made a huge impact on me, which made an impact on Matt. Um, Matt's watched, 
uh, a ton of Bob and we've read Bob's book and um, it's, it's sad to see him go, but uh, great at the same time. Um, I mean, I'm just overall, um, I, I get excited when I watch a Bob Proctor video and I think that that was the best part about him is he could bring excitement through the screen um, and the subject that he was talking about was always positive. You didn't feel like there was any negativity coming off of him. He's such a, such a good speaker. So fun to listen to, uh, energetic, animated, and you could tell he'd been doing it a long time and, um, he'd been sharing the information for a long time. So he, he knew it backwards and forwards, uh, just like he knew that book he carried around from front to back. I really like, um, the the five the five bobs that you shared um if you can see the it in your mind bobs. you can yeah the five bobs if you can see it in your mind you can hold it in your hand that's a really powerful one um people throughout history and and uh the most successful people today visualize uh things before they happen that's how they become comfortable um and that's how they act like they've been there before because they have been and then um i really like what you're attracting, uh, what are you attracting into your life right now? Look around you. Uh, everything you see, do, and have is something that you've manifested for yourself. And unless you change, um, you're not going to be able to manifest anything else. So here's, I have like, um, I have four bobs and then a couple stories that I really like. First one. And what where I got these from is um, two years ago now. I was uh, on YouTube after watching your favorite um, Bob Proctor video, Rusty. I went through and I watched uh, Born Rich, which is Bob Proctor's um, success video. And Mm -hmm. um, I had pages of notes. So I had 10, 15 pages of notes, affirmations, uh, things that he had said. So it was really neat to go back through that book where I had all that stuff written down and pull these ideas back out. And these are ones that I had highlighted a long time ago. Any idea that is held in the mind that is emphasized, either feared or revered, will begin to close itself in the most convenient form possible. That's, um, to me, that that just screams the universe is always working. Whatever thought you hang on to, um, not only in the front of your mind, but in the back of your mind, is what's pulling stuff into your interior reality. So you got to be careful and um, you got to know exactly what you're trying to get so that it can come to you. this one is really important because sometimes you can feel like you're not making any progress or you're not successful. Anyone that has a goal and is moving towards it is successful. So if you know where you're going and you're t- you've taken one little baby step towards it, you're a success and you should celebrate that. Um, my third one, you must create the space for the good that you desire. Um, he likes to tell a story about if you don't like your clothes, but you got a packed closet Go in your closet and get rid of everything that you don't wear. And he's like, I guarantee you in three months, that closet will be full again. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way with, um, you know, uh, new habits. It's the same way with um, new cars. It's the same way with anything. If your life is full of crap, you got to carve out some space for some uh, some platinum or some gold to, to fall in that space. Um The only problem you ever have, this is my fourth one. The only problem you ever have is a self-image problem. 
It sets the boundaries of performance in your life. And then he gives two analogies that I loved. The thermostat analogy, mm-hmm. where if your thermostat is set to 71, if it gets a little bit hotter in there or a little bit colder, the system turns on and it puts it right back at 71. Your self-image does the same exact thing to you. We also call it a paradigm in earlier episodes. And then the autopilot analogy. If you're flying a plane and you put it on autopilot, if it goes a little bit lower or a little bit higher, it's going to autocorrect and go right back to the same spot. You got to be aware of that. And you have to change the number on the dial to get where you want to go. And then uh, the last one I have is you only have to until you want to, then you never have to again. I I just think those five um, really stuck out to me. And um, you know, I used to read those every day and I don't anymore. I probably should because just going back through and reading that stuff just made me uh, feel really, really good. Yeah, there also a couple more nuggets. 2% of people think, 3% of people think they think, and then 90, 95% would rather die than think. That's never been more true than it is today. <laughs> and then the other thing that he does too is um, he tells his story. And, you know, this is all about how you see yourself determines how successful you are. He tells a story about this little kid in his backyard and he uh, he's throwing the the ball up in the air and he's swinging at it. And every time he throws the ball up, he says, I'm the greatest hitter in the world. And he swings and he misses it. And then he throws it up a second time. He's like, I'm the greatest hitter in the world. And he misses it. And the third time he picks it up, throws it up in the air. I'm the greatest hitter in the world. And he swings and he misses it again. And then he sits there for a second and he goes, I'm the greatest pitcher in the world. <laughs> and, you know, his his outlook, you know, obviously determines how good he feels about that situation because he's a terrible hitter. But he's, I mean, he's an excellent pitcher. And uh, mm-hmm. I just think that's a, a really fun story. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and then just the, the paradigm talk and researching these and looking at, you know, m- my favorite quotes. It's just so crazy because I've listened to, uh, countless hours of Bob Proctor. I have sent the quotes to, I've sent hun- the quotes hundreds of times. I've talked to people about them and I, I don't know how it's possible, but things seem new to me even now. It's mm-hmm. just, it's a constant learning experience. And if you are out there today and you are wanting to, really accelerate your life taking these principles that we just talked about can make all the change in the world for you it really can and i i think i you know it's a challenge to everybody out there listen to a a bob proctor video every day uh listen to the things that he said take take the i the quotes that we just said and write them down look at them on a daily basis and it just is a great guidance for your life there's no negativity from anything that we just talked about mm-hmm. um, and, and you get so much negativity from to today's uh, world. It's just so much easier to focus on those things instead of the positive things like this. So take a challenge to yourself, turn your TV off for the week, you know, put your phone down, delete the applications that are, uh, <laughs> you know, ruining mm-hmm. your mind and mind and, let this kind of stuff in and it's a constant battle because you want to look at things. You want to do things that are 
normal for you today, but maybe normal for you today is not who normal you is tomorrow if you delete those things. Let's talk Um, about weight loss journey. Rusty's weight loss journey. Update number, we're on number four already. Update number four, we are at 302. 302.2. 3022. Got it. Or we could just say 302. Oh, yeah. We we round. We round now because it's easy. So I'm at 302 right now and I'm able to wear some shirts already that I was not able to wear before. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do think after listening to you talk about Bob, that I need to throw away a lot of stuff in my closet. Donate it, right? Because my closet is enormous and I do have a lot of clothing in there. Yeah. You need to create a vacuum. You know, yeah. not too long ago I went through and I probably donated three quarters of my clothes Yeah, and I've never missed a single thing that I put in the bag. It was hard putting some of that stuff in there, but um, um, it's liberating all at the same time. And people like, uh, Carrie said the other day, I need to buy you some shirts. And I was like, she's like, you only have two. And I was like, they're my favorite two. And I enjoy (laughs) wearing them. I don't, if you give me a shirt, I'm throwing another one away. So make sure that you understand that. Like I'm not, I'm not piling stuff up anymore. I just can't do it. You're just, you're just Steve Jobsing it now. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Did I tell you? So, um, last week you, when we talked about what you were going to add to the, to the equation for your fitness update, uh, you said that you were going to do some Apple fitness routines. Yeah. Did we get any of those in this week and which one was so, your favorite? So here's what I've started doing. Uh-huh. I started doing the couch to 5k went a completely different direction because okay. it's been nice. It's been nice outside. Sure. So I've been running outside and well, walking, jogging, walking, jogging, walking, jogging, you know, getting up to, uh, you know, building my pace or whatever you want to call it. And because it's been awesome outside, it's been, uh, you know, 65 during the day. Um, so really nice to just get outside instead of being inside. So after a week of couch to 5k, how far can you run now? Yeah. Um, well you only run for a minute and then you walk for a minute or a minute and a half, just depending. And then you switch Uh back and forth. So it's not see how far you can run. And then it just slowly amps up. I've done it before in the past. And I think the, the longest that I got to on the jog before I gave up was, I think it was at like six weeks and it was like six minutes was the longest run in it. So next week I will be at, uh, two minute runs or a minute 30 and two minute runs. And then it'll be like 30 seconds or 45 seconds of walking. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I've got a buddy it's, that was a friend of mine in high school and there's an app out there called Strava where you uh-huh. can share your runs or your bikes or oh, your yeah, yeah, I've seen that. or whatever. Uh-huh. He posted a run on Saturday. He he's like an ultra marathoner. He ran yeah. 70 miles. God. 70 miles and it was like 16 minute like 16 minute mile pace so like he was running forever forever yeah. and uh wait 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 what is that 16 times how many so basically hours he's doing he's four miles an hour 
So dude ran for like 19 hours straight. <laughs> 18 hours straight. That's intense. You, you know what's good about that though is I uh-huh. guarantee you at mile like 40 you stop thinking. You have to. It's like you you're meditating from 40 on because you have no clue what's going on. After mile 10, the only thought is probably, hey, you can stop anytime you want, man. Like, this is, <laughs> nothing's chasing you, brother. Like, nothing's chasing your, you. Your your uh, joints are uh, definitely giving up right now. Yeah, that's that's so funny. I'm excited about the Couch to 5K. I'm, I, I want to follow your progress, and I, I think know. this is an awesome way to do it. I don't know if it's uh, shareable. I'll look and see if I can share it to you. You don't have an Apple Watch, right? No. See, if you had the Apple Watch, which you could just go get today, it would send it to you every time I complete it. Um, you going on vacation this week? Yeah. How excited yeah. are we? So on on my daughter's vision board was Disney World. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if... I guess it's, I mean, is it, is it a weak heart? Is it the universe? What is it? But we're going to <laughs> Disney World. So Sweet. Pretty, pretty excited about the, about it. Uh, we're staying at the, oh, maybe we shouldn't say that I'm going on vacation. Is my house going to get robbed? No, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it, it will be, it will be fun for sure. And you're going to be gone for an entire week. Uh, when, yeah, basically I'm going to miss you. Just, just a phone, phone call away. True. True. But you might be mid ride when I call, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, one of the main things that people get hung up on whenever they're trying to create the life that they want is they let the world lead the narrative of their life. Mm -hmm. So they think that, you know, there's, there's systems designed to make you feel like you're a part of them, even though you're not. So, and it it is what I mean by that is, is let's say the most, the example that pops into my head that makes the most sense uh, straight off the bat is a, a football or baseball or basketball team. Mm-hmm. So you could love that team and you could be a supporter of that team your entire life and nobody on that team, nobody, no coach, nobody even knows that you exist the entire time. Right. Right. So I just am looking at the different aspects of my life that are like that and I'm asking, does it serve me to even know about it? Okay. And so I have one that, you know, you get caught up in hearing about world events and you think that something is going to occur because of that world event, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing ever happens. And so it's like a funnel that just keeps your mind trapped. And if anybody out there that's listening to this is letting their mind be trapped by that tornado that just sucks you in, yes. just know 
that in order for you to be fine while doing that still, you have to understand that you have to reject those things. Otherwise, those things control you. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not easy from firsthand <laughs> experience, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just, there's so many things that trap us throughout our lives, whether it's alcohol or um, nicotine or just a thought process that has nothing to do with us whatsoever until we make it about us. And, you know, we're, we're told not to ignore things. We're told not to not take action on things that have nothing to do with us. Mm -hmm. And it, it doesn't make any sense. And the narratives on all sides are not supportive of you individually. So is what I'm really saying is, is if you're rooting for something or if you want something to happen, unless you're directly involved in it, it's really just wasting your time. Wasted energy, right? Yes. And just like Bob says, um, it's taking up space. And for you to get what you want, you got to free up space and um, choose what you want to fill it with. And, you know, choose to fill it with something good, positive, high vibrationally than instead of something of low vibration, which just causes mm -hmm. a problem. It's funny that you mentioned alcohol, alcohol free since the first week of January. And I feel, and I, I like, I have a, a negative relationship with alcohol, but it's not like I had like this real severe, like crazy, um, dirty right. alcohol problem, but um, I just didn't like, didn't like it. Didn't want to drink it anymore. So I stopped and dude, I've never felt better. Like just never felt better mm -hmm. and, um, never felt more positive, um, more confident, like mentally tough. And, um, I would say for probably 10 straight years, I don't remember having like a single dream period. Mm -hmm. So I know my sleep cycle is affected by it, but since I stopped, I've, I've had a dream every single night, like just woke really? up refreshed and I'm like, had a dream and, um, it's, it's like, it's constant. So I know that like internally, chemically, it was, it was locking something down or affecting me even in ways that I just absolutely had no idea. And now that I'm free of it, I just feel, feel fantastic. And, um, like, so someone out there, I, you I may not have you hadn't dreamed because I, I have a real issue with, uh, dreaming as well. Yeah. Just overall. And I really haven't been able to narrow down what it is because I'm not drinking alcohol and mm -hmm. I still, I may have had a dream the other day, but it's not, I don't like, I'm not having it consistently. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. So so maybe yeah, it's yeah. maybe it's another like a different block for you. You know, maybe what if, what if the the thing is is okay, so it's stopping you from dreaming. So is it having the same effect on your manifestations is what you have to ask because if it's blocking that during the sleep, could it block creativity while you're awake as well? 
Yeah, and Carrie was like, you need to you need to start figuring out how you can lucid dream so you can really start controlling that. But the other thing too is when you talk about manifestations and and limiting thoughts, you know, if if there's something in your life that you don't like anymore, it's not serving you, but you can't stop it, then that's definitely taking up space in your mind. And mm-hmm. it's obviously something that you focus on. And if you can't get past it, you'll continue to focus on it and you're hung on it. And mm-hmm. um, for you to move forward, you have to eliminate it. And like how you do that is up to you. When you do that is up to you. But I promise you, like you got to, you got to, you got to move that roadblock. You got to get past it and overcome it. And the sooner you do, the the faster you'll get to what you're, what you really want, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's key. Yeah. At least it was for me. I don't know. Yeah. Moving things out of your life that uh, don't serve you is definitely a plus. And the amount of money that you can spend on something like that is uh, a lot in some, in some cases, you know, sure. you can get off into spending on and not, I mean, just you focus on it. So you're going to spend on it. And if you spend on it, you're going to focus on it more and it just keeps going. It's like a never ending deal. Never ending deal. I don't, I don't understand how people drink hard alcohol though. I'll never understand that. Like on a nightly basis. Yeah. I mean, the beer is not, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know how I was drinking multiple IPAs a night on Mm -hmm. for a lot of nights in a row um but the hard alcohol seems like it would just be that much worse what's weird is you're taught that it's acceptable you know well and it's actually pushed because Mm -hmm. if you look at the diet society as a whole it's like okay so you're gonna drink uh vodka and a aspartame drink mixed together. That's mm-hmm. the go-to. That's your healthy alternative. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's like rat poison. With, yeah. With yeah. rubbing alcohol. Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird for sure. It really is. And you know, some people can control it. You know, they can just have like, they can drink every once in a while and like, like one beer a, a month or something like that and keep it social. But, you know, I, I think it, for a lot of people, it's woven into everything they do. And anytime yeah. you get together with a group of people, there's pressure, there's pressure to do it. It's really, it's really weird, but there's like no pressure, like no social pressure to like improve yourself as a person or like no pressure, like no commercials about um, how reading is like fundamental for this, that, and the other for adults. Like, it's just like mm-hmm. drink this, watch that. Uh, take this pill for this and that's just that's what you're inundated with become a part of the unscrewed mind by following us on twitter instagram and youtube at unscrewed mind also feel free to email rusty and i our address is unscrewed at gmail.com tell us what you thought of the show pitch a subject for a future show or just say hi and until next time stay grateful